Constellations. Energy usage and sound are two omnipresent components of our daily life. We're constantly trying to weigh our own wants and complications against individual sacrifices and the perceived difference our actions can make. And of course, as with much of existence, many things can be true at once. In her piece, I Don't Think It's My Place, Sophia steinard Evoy explores this interpersonal interaction between climate and personal responsibility. Here's I Don't Think It's My Place. You know what's quite funny is that recently I got a tattoo of like a, an oil pump on my arm. And no, like it was kind didn't. of like, a, I'm not even joking, but it's not the way you think it is. Like it was almost talking about, like it, when I got it, I was thinking like this is, I had it on a t-shirt of this like kind of uh, cool brand that my friends do here in Dubai. And they like made this, like, it's a very simple, just like a 2D filled in design. And it, actually it's terrible, I might remove it just because it's ugly. But I like the idea of the fact that it was like a, it was quite, it was kind of like a nihilistic thing. Like, it's just like, you know, the consumption, the, the, the fact that people are just kind of droning around working mostly in the oil and gas industry. And it like kind of is the fuel for everything, but it creates this very, you know, dark cloud of everyone that no one really is aware of. I don't know, I mean, there's not that much analysis. It's literally just a fucking pump. I, I don't feel guilty about it at all, to be quite, quite frank. But I don't about like a lot of my actions. I just recognize that they're terrible, like that I am complicit and I am part of like a, a bigger system, but I don't think it's my place or my role to, to make a difference. Like these things, like I, I, it sounds like I'm being an asshole or like flippant or like just trying to justify my actions, but I genuinely don't see myself as, uh, as like a, a big part of it and like I I don't know I just like don't <laughs> I just like don't think it's like important if I do or if I don't it's an incredibly divisive issue where do Democrats stand on Biden's proposals well polling indicates a majority of registered voters in the US view climate change as a real threat to the country and when you look at Republicans climate change is actually a lot less divisive the younger you get but in terms of Democrats, a recent poll by Pew found that... How does freedom contribute to the violence of climate change? And also, can different imaginaries of freedom assist in slowing or reversing climate change? It is not the Green New Deal, despite what the president repeatedly says. Uh, but it is more ambitious than what Joe Biden had initially proposed. So, for example, his plan now includes an environmental justice component, which would aim to address the fact that People of color are disproportionately affected by pollution.
like I feel very self-conscious or like I have a lot of self-doubt about like what I'm doing and in the sense that I don't really respect what I'm doing or like that I don't feel like I'm happy with it. First, thank you for the invitation. It's great to be here and talking about these important issues. President Obama said uh, in the second inaugural, we the people still believe that our obligations as Americans are not just to ourselves, but to all posterity. We will respond to the threat of climate change knowing that failure to do so would betray our children and future generations. To fail in this sort of endeavor would be a very serious kind of moral failure and I think that part of our motivation to act on climate change should be driven by fear of that failure. I have like a part of me that is like a bit of like an Epicurean or a hedonist where I think like a lot of the, the human experience should be about indulging and like enjoying yourself. Like I don't feel, I don't even feel bad about it. Industrialized capitalism is an indisputable driving force behind this destruction. It privatizes and financializes natural resources disinvests in public support for people in their living world, prioritizes short-term profit over long-term sustainability, and generates a worldview in which all ecosystems and life itself are objects that should be exploitable for profit. No one gives a shit about like, you know, um, like being reducing your use, like, you know, plastic bags, plastic bottles, any of this stuff, no one gives a shit. The ideal of freedom, as it's often understood in modern Euro-American politics. Like, no one ever talks about this type of stuff in the, in the industry. An idea that encompasses a set of definitions, including personal sovereignty, our unconstrained will. Like, you know, they, they might, like, do some greenwashing, where they say, like, you know, we want to invest more into green technologies and stuff. Uh, and private ownership of natural resources, as well as the conquest of nature. But until very recently, until like the stock market, or until like the COVID and the oil price crash, like no one even like gives a shit in this part of the world at all. The belief that nature is something there to be um, conquered and controlled in order for humans to live safely uh, on the earth. That all of these things are partly accountable for what we now see as climate change. I just feel like it's... Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I don't think it's, we're that significant. Like, I don't think we are.
we're very we're very like contradictory people like the human species are incredibly contradictory like i feel like to live like a very monkish life abiding by your principles like people should have principles but i feel like the pursuit of living by to the t of what you believe in is like a really flawed pursuit that does nothing except for make you like super depressed and and like i don't know I signal three main reasons for taking ethics seriously. What political visions position a subject of freedom in a different relationship to nature and to climate change? First, that we need ethical concepts to identify the relevant problem. What challenges to climate destruction become possible when the individual who practices freedom is not considered a special entity distinct from or above the natural world? Second, the ethical considerations are at the heart of the major policy decisions that need to be made. How can different freedoms help to demand a fight against climate change and the political economic systems that spur it? And third, that climate change itself poses a severe ethical challenge. And really, you don't understand what's going on until you understand that challenge. Are you, are you like actually applying to new jobs? No, I just say that I am and then hopefully that motivates me to do so. Do you like being there? No, I hate it. Fossil fuels touch nearly everything in our lives, and on the horizon is a dark cloud. As we close out this season of Constellations, we thought we'd return to a sound art piece now over a decade old, but as pertinent as ever. From Canadian sound artist Sarah Boothroyd, here's Forest to Desert. Mobility, 
than ever dreamed of before. Freedom of the road is as old as the first man. Once we fought for it through forest. The big secret is, of course, oil. The most efficient mobile power source on Earth which has brought a better life to all the people in the USA. An automotive age, traveling on time-saving superhighways, Futurama's free-flowing channels of concrete and steel. Morning and night, around the clock, the sound of our times. Our love affair with the car, threatens our national security and the health of our planet. This information campaign Constellations is a production of Learning to Live Differently. The pieces featured in this episode are I Don't Think It's My Place by Sophia Steiner Evoy and Forest to Desert by Sarah Boothroyd. I Don't Think It's My Place was produced by Sophia Steiner Evoy with original bops by William Smith and help and trust from her anonymous friend with editorial support from Jess Shane and Michelle Macklem. Forest to Desert by Sarah Boothroyd was first created for the Third Coast International Audio Festival Short Docs Challenge in 2008, and it's based on an audio doodle about this phrase, humankind is preceded by forest and followed by desert. To read more about these artists, head to our website, constellationsaudio.com sounds. The 2020 Programming Committee includes Aliyah Pabani, Jess Shane, Matthew Cariat-Samari, Miyuki Okiranta, and Michelle Macklem. This is our final episode of the season. We'll be back around for 2021, rested and ready, we hope. Thank you for listening. Really, it's been a pleasure making this season. Feed your ears.